Hey boys and girls, it's Ron Bass with another edition of Soar High Personal Development, your source for inspiration. Hey, today we're going to talk about uh, a pretty basic topic. Oh, by the way. Man, can you, can you believe it? Can you believe the host of the podcast As a is going to run up and just keep his cell phones, both cell phones on loud? It's hilarious. That's insane. By the way, I forgot to introduce Stephen Hunley, our producer. That's me. Soar High Personal Development and our, for our podcast and also our producer for Soar High Records slash Entertainment. Yes. Soar High Entertainment slash Records, whatever you want to call it. The executive producer for Soar High Entertainment. There you go. There you go. So, um, Davin's joining me today and we're going to talk about relationships. Interesting. Two types of relationships. One, platonic. Mm-hmm. The other, romantic. Okay. And there's a big difference, obviously. Right. I think that uh, I'm going to go down a list here of some items, but uh, the reality is is that uh, romantic relationships, just and it's because of its nature, is really more complicated than just platonic relationships. But we're going to talk about relationships in general. Uh, what causes relationships to not go so well? How about poor communication? Yes, that's probably number one. Probably number opinion. one, huh? Yeah, miscommunication. What do you think happens? People, uh, they just hold it in. They don't talk about something that's bothering them, and then it festers, and eventually it comes out, and then there's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Versus what should be done. you got to talk about it right then and there. If you have a problem with somebody or something, even yourself, you know, say it. Get it right out on the table right away. Hit it head on. You have to put it in the air. How about speaking from your own experience? What what have you found out? Because you've had a relationship for, what, four or five years? Yeah, somewhere around there, somewhere around there. I uh, would say... Versus me, I've had a relationship in a long time. A romantic relationship. (laughs) I would say... We're talking about a romantic relationship. Right, Okay. correct, correct. I would say that... um, Or are you you even romantic? You don't strike me as a romantic person. I am... uh, I I can be. Can you be behind the scenes? Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely... uh, You know, know, I've never met your girlfriend. Really? No. Yeah, she doesn't come out very often. I can tell. She just hangs out. She's like a recluse. Yeah, she kind of just does her own thing, but she's busy as well, you know. I, I mean, get it. I I'm think, just giving you a hard time. Oh, I already know. I already know. I think that uh, in my own experience, you know, you, you you have this thing that bothers you, and if you don't say something, in a couple of weeks or a couple of days, it's going to come back around, and you're going to... You know, you're going to say something and you're not going to mean it. So you've learned from your own mistakes to yes. get it out of the table, get it yes. out and hit it head on you and talk about to. it and work it out. You have to. You know what I've learned over the years? It's like, it's like the balloon thing where you let somebody, when they really get angry and they start talking, just shut up and listen. And eventually, they'll. it's like a balloon letting the air out. Eventually, it just, it just winds down. It, Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and then they they've said everything they wanted to say, and you're just nodding your head, shaking your head, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when it's all done, they're like, "Ooh, they feel better." Yeah, exactly. And then you feel better knowing that you were able to let them voice their feelings and get it out of the yes. table. And that's the best way I've learned to deal with that sort of thing. You have to. You have like you. You have to communicate. If you don't communicate, it will not work. Whether it's in a platonic relationship, like a business partner, or, 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 or a romantic a relationship. Romantic relationship. Correct. So poor communication is a big deal. Yes. Let's Huge check deal. that one off. Huge deal. And we'll come back around to some of these and talk even in more depth about them. Uh, how about people growing apart? How does that work? 
Mm. <laughs> right. That could be a platonic or it could be a romantic. You're just you're you're, uh, you're hitting the he- the nail on the head. We'll to go with that. We'll go with that. I think That's that uh, I think that uh, just as an example, I'll go with my relationship. You know, I'm not I'm not afraid to talk about my personal okay. life. Um, we've been together for a couple of years, and um, the person that she met when I was 21 is not the person I am now. Interesting. I have changed a lot. I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot. And you're like a sponge, aren't you? You just like take it all. You just, it's just, you just suck it all in. I you? have to. I have to. If you don't, then you know you, you miss too much. I'm very uh, man. What what is it? What is it? What's the word for it? Me and Malik talk about it a lot. I, I'm very uh, perceptive. Very. I am an extremely perceptive person. I've been like that my entire life. You must have a high IQ because you learn quickly and you take things on without hesitation. I, I don't know. Fair? Yeah, that would be a fair statement. I have never taken an IQ test, so I'm really not sure. I have. My IQ is about 115, 118, so I'm like a little above par. A genius is like 150. Wow. wow. A friend of mine took a, a IQ test the other night, a girl that helps me with my dojo, and she was 135. Wow. Very high. I knew she was highly intelligent. I, you, can, you can tell. <clears throat> right, 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 right. And I, I, think that, um, I think that I would say that, you know, I want to go back to the people, you know, come like fading away from each other. You know, okay. people change. People, people growing apart. Yes, people growing apart. People change. Things change. The world changes. Um, your environment is always is ever changing. So you know, I wasn't doing this three years ago when I met my girlfriend. Um, you were a student. And, yeah, I was just at school. I was finish student. line. Yeah. So both students, really. Correct. And then now, you know, she's still a student, but... Now I'm, you're a full-time professional and she's still a student. Correct, correct, correct. So there is some separate, there is some growing apart there. Right. And it's, you know, I, like I said, I've changed. I have got, I've fallen even more in love with music. You know, I, I have said passion. this. I've said this to her before and she understands, you know, music will always be the thing that I love because we without, are music. Yeah, without music, I I can't do anything. You know, I, I could. It's, it's, it's your drug of choice. It is. It is. So I, I've told her that, and you know, that goes back to the communication. Yeah. You know, I, and she says she says that she understands and that it's okay. It's okay. And that she's okay with. You now, know, is she just saying that, or do you sense that she means that? I I, I sense that she means it. Um, I think if. You know, like push comes to shove. You think that maybe uh, I, she? I think that we're both in the um, agreement, and we are both in agreement of if something were to happen. You know, if we were to break up, then that's be, okay. Be okay. Yeah, we. She changed my life. I changed her life. You know, we will always be like with each other. You know, in a sense, somewhere, sure. Right, right. But as far as going forward, maybe as a full time thing uh, that could change in the future. It, it sounds like you're right. It could, and I don't think that that's not a bad thing. Wrong. With I that. think as long as you recognize, she recognizes it. You're on the same page. Uh, right. There again, back to good communication. You're talking about it. You're yeah. getting out. You're not holding it back. Correct. And I think more people need to follow that that line of logic. I agree with that, you. That, that line of thinking. Um, what else if I can read my writing here? Oh, different points of view. People, uh, and we'll come back to these points later, but uh, so people have different points of view, like maybe religious viewpoints are different, maybe uh, how, to raise ch- how to raise children. That's a big deal. Yeah. Particularly if you have a relationship with somebody that's got children and you don't have children. Exactly. 
um, political views, political views, religious views, how to, how to raise children. You know what's funny? I've I've always uh, I, I know that um, since since I've since the, the last couple of years, I've told myself if I were to ever get into another another relationship, I wouldn't care about you know political views, um, you know religious views. You know the the thing is, people have come to the conclusion that others have their own opinions and they can yeah. have that. That doesn't mean that you can't have a connection with somebody. You know, you always call me a lib, even though I'm not a lib. You know, and you're conservative, but you're not overly conservative. Right. You know, so we I have always. I, yeah, we have. We, we both have some liberal and some conservative right. views about different subjects. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't, I'm like you. I don't like to be labeled any certain kind of way. Yeah. We're, because we're just we're we're all about truth. Yes. We're all about wanting to help people that want to be helped. Correct. Uh, that's 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 really who we are. Correct. And you know whether it's music, whether it's business, whether it's just being a friend to somebody. And like tonight at our dojo, it was really great because uh, I'm working with the person that's autistic. Right. And you know the person, it, you know, is not. It's everything's dip, more difficult. Right. But that person really wants to learn martial arts, so I'm determined to uh, put supply that person with with that opportunity. And I'm not. I feel. I feel like. I feel like it's an honor to try to help that person. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it as a burden. I look at it as an opportunity to help somebody change their life and go from. He was bullied a lot as a kid and had a lot of anger. He's got a lot of anger inside and he wants to learn how to control the anger and right. learn how to defend himself. Right. Good reasons to want to train martial arts, right? So, um, any rate, that's so now what about, uh, here's another point, uh, lack of, uh, honesty, not being honest with each other, or whether it's, uh, cheating on each other. That's a big problem. Yes. Cheating's a big problem. Huge problem. Let's talk about cheating. Okay. I read an article that, um, well over half of all relationships cheat on each other. And I'm not sure how they come up with those numbers, but I'm sure there's some scientific way. Probably, probably. That's pretty <clears throat> alarming to me. I was actually talking about this with uh, one of my friends tonight. Um, and he had mentioned that it was interesting. He was like, you know, in today's relationships, it's kind of like, all right, well, let's just make it work until one of us cheats. Oh, and I was yeah, like, what? I was what, like, what, how what causes that? the cheating? How about that for a question? <sighs> I think it's human nature. Someone's not good enough is what no, I think. No, I think it's human nature. I, don't, I told my one of my employees tonight, I said, I don't think monogamy is okay. realistic. Okay, okay. I okay. think that human beings are made to have multiple mates. Okay. And I think that... Like an animalistic type yeah, thing? Yeah, and I think okay. that that's just human nature. So that I think under certain conditions, what happens is you lose control over your best judgment. Drinking, mad, anger, your girlfriend or wife's not, not giving you, uh, you know, the sexual gratification, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I, I think I think that's probably it's probably not as difficult as you think. So why, can, why people cheat? So we can almost wear it down to environment. I think so. I, th I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Now other people are going to be critical. Hey, well that's not right. You're you know you're showing us. No, I'm I'm a realist. I just think now women, they say women are similar to the men. I don't I don't think they're quite the same. I think women are more are more interested in financial security and and, and uh, 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 physical security than they are about you know sex. But men up until the age of say thirty, they're just crazy about sex. That's just that's just the biology. That's just the way it works. When you get older. You can still have a great, you know, sex drive, but it's more, um, it's more based on, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 for simpler, more basic reasons. 
I, it's different. I, it's different. I gotta say, like, when I was... You're not hot to trot every second like you are when you're 18 or 16. Heck, when I was 16 years old, the wind would blow and I'd get an erection. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, when you're 60 or 70, and I work out every day, and I still have a strong, strong sex drive, but it's not like... It's not like that. Right. It's I can perform properly, but it's not like you 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 get constant you're not you're not constantly aroused. I would say even for me it like It takes something to be aroused. Right. I'd say even for me, like I would rather like I, I personally like I have a good sex drive, I'm twenty five, you know, I'm I'm a healthy young man, but I don't go home every night and I'm like, Yeah, let's have sex. You know, I I could care less. I could give a shit. I'm not that type of person. I'm well, if you had a, if you had a new mate, I bet you would feel like that. Maybe, maybe because, because that's back to the idea of, of monogamy versus uh, you know having multiple mates. You get turned on with. I mean, we're getting kind of deep here, but that's just I'm just being realistic. Right? No, and I understand. And I, I, <laughs> I've seen guys that are happily married, but when they have a few drinks and a pretty woman starts flirting with them. Yeah. Well, they get they get hot to try. That's just that's just reality. That's that environment. Now, if you're married. One reason I never got married was I didn't think I could be I could be I could be faithful. So I said I'm not going to do that to my wife. I'll just stay single, and so I have I stay single because I don't think I have the discipline. Could I learn to be disciplined? I think I could le- learn. Well, to you be. Ha- you do have the discipline to say that you don't want to be in a relationship because. But it's probably selfish you know. to say these things and be like this. But sometimes you have to be selfish. I don't like that. But, I agree. But I agree. I, there again, I'm just. If that's the worst thing in my life, I'm probably okay compared to what it could be like. True. Well, we're going to get a lot of hate mail, but I'm just going down the line here, man. No, that's all right. Hey. Lack of honesty. Okay, so um, now let's see if I can read my handwriting here. <laughs> okay, alcohol, drugs, and uh, mental illness, I think, I think that plays a huge role in how relationships go. Let's talk about that a little bit. I can say, I will say yes, but I can tell you from my own experience, it has not affected my, any of my relationships. I see it affect relationships all day long, every I, day. Right. Um, half of my employees are upside down with, with some kind of addiction issues and how it affects their girlfriend, boyfriend relationships. Right, right. It's terrible. And, they, and, and then you wind up doing terrible things and you wind up going to jail and you wind up having remorse and you wind up... It's just feeling terrible. guilty. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And when people drink or drug, which is really it's, drinking is drug, it's, it's still drug. You're altering your your brain. You you think different. You act different. You are different, and you do things that are crazy sometimes. Right. And you would that you wouldn't if you were sober. Don't you agree? I would agree. I would agree. So I think that takes a big toll on relationships, platonic or romantic. Yes, I'm going. You, to I went out with you the other night. We were friends, and all you did was talk to everybody but me. And you were drunk, and you were acting stupid. And I don't ever want to hang out with you again. Now, that's not that's a platonic relationship. Yeah, because even in a platonic relationship, people. I had a friend one time. I often wondered if he was homosexual, but I. I but he he dated a lot of women. But he treated me like a like a girlfriend. He would get mad if I didn't give him attention. He would get really angry with me. Hmm. And I, I reflect on that every once in a while because I, I still, to this day, not that it matters if he was or wasn't because he never like hit on me like that, but he treated me like he, like, like he, like he would treat somebody if you were feeling jealous of the, they're not getting your right. attention. Right. You're not giving, you're not, you're not paying enough attention to me. And he, he wrote me letters. I mean, it was weird. So I, and I'm not a homophobic by any means, let, you know, people live the way they want to live, but. I often wondered about that. So let's say that he was just like a like a heterosexual. 
for him to act like that is, is, is another example, I think, of even in a platonic relationship where people can get very angry if they're not getting the attention that they, they deserve. I'm your best friend. You're not going to give me attention. Screw you, buddy. Exactly. Right or wrong? I agree. I agree. I agree. I will say we are at 15 minutes. Oh, we are? We are. Wow. So we well, we got know. about five minutes to go. We can do whatever we, we want, though. Before we bore people anymore. It is just us. It is just us. But you know what? the hell we want. We're doing pretty... We're, 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 giving, we're getting some good messages out to the world. Always. Always. Um, well, on the mental illness side, by the way, we both uh, know about uh, some people in our lives that are what I would consider to be bipolar. Right. They're very manic and they're very depressed. They're very manic. They're very depressed. Bipolar. Up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Moody. 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 Best friend for one minute, and the next minute you can't stand to be around them because they act stupid, they make you mad, they hurt you, they disappoint you, they don't keep their word, yada, yada, yada. yada, yada, yada. Sound familiar? Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, bipolar, mental illness plays another big role in relationships. And you know what's sad? People that, i got a friend right now, multi-gazillionaire, guy's almost 60 years old, takes on a new girlfriend, he's been married for 35, 40 years, takes on a girlfriend, and just, you know, he, he's like on all the social media platforms talking about her, showing her pictures, gloating about it. With his wife, he's still married and he's doing all this. It's so disrespectful to his wife. Yeah. But this guy has got some problems. I mean, like he's, I don't even want to tell you some of the things that what he's done lately, but it tells me that he's definitely either got a drug addiction or a mental problem, or both. Maybe the drugs are probably encouraging the mental problem. Right, right. So another example of how you can go, drugs. relationships can go very bad with I mental agree. illness or with drugs. I, I think in his case, there's both. And I love this guy to death. If you met him, he's just the nicest guy in the world. But he's really got problems. I think and, it goes back to that environment it's, it's that we talked about. I told my another friend of mine, I said, this guy needs to go and seek medical assistance. I don't know if it's okay. Psychology, psychologist, psychiatry, medic, whatever, and or friendship or mentorship or a rabbi or a priest, something, right, right, and get his life straightened out. Whatever that means, if it's drugs, if it's you know the right kind of medication, if it's shock treatment. My brother had shock treatments, and it would straighten. They don't do that anymore. Yes, they do. They put, they put them. They still do it in hospitals. They put them to sleep. There's something about the shock that straightens out the the electrical impulse in the brain. It's they still do it. I'm telling you, man, when my brother was in one of his episodes and they would do that to him, he would return to normal. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's probably the neurons in your brain. It's Something about it. They, I, I know the technology is better today than 30, 40, 50 years ago, but I think they still do it. And if it works, know. if it works, it works. Yeah. They put you to sleep. They don't like the old days where they put a stick in your mouth and <laughs> ah, shock you. Those days are gone. I, I, I just... And that's what's in your brain. No, I just... I want to say that, like... Maybe like six, seven years ago, they 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 stopped it. Yeah, they criminalized it. I don't they, I, I, because I, it was close to torture. It was an offense. It's not torture when you're asleep. I know, asleep. I know. It's 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 if it's a help, mate. It's if it helps you, it helps you. I agree. I agree. Um, so at any rate, um, I told my friend tonight, another friend of mine, actually an employee. I said, "Look, man, you are still hanging out with people that are you got these relationships and they're toxic." Yeah. And every time you do this, you get in trouble. You go to jail or you lose a job or you get back on drugs. And, and then this person starts rationalizing. Oh, yeah, but this time it's going to be different. No, it's not. You have to eliminate people in your life that are toxic, that are bad for you, that are pulling yes. you down. Sorry. 
I wish it wasn't like this, but it's the only way you've got a chance at having your own life to return to normal and to be a successful person. Thank Forget you. about the money, just to be a successful human being and feel good about yourself every day. You wake up every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right exactly. or wrong. Right, 100%. So, so, so that's another relationship uh, issue. I, I've had to do that myself, you know? That's, that's your own personal relationship with yourself. You have to get people out of your life that aren't making it better. Thank you. And it takes some courage to do it. I get it. It's not easy because it's that's tough. also an addiction when it's you have somebody tough. in your life that you care about. Yeah. But you have to eliminate it if you're ever going to be successful, in my opinion. I agree. Well, uh, a quick story, and then we'll wrap things up. This is kind of off uh, off the subject, but when I went to college in Springfield, I went to, it was called SMS, which was Southwest Missouri State, yeah. in Springfield, Missouri. Now it's called Missouri State, State University, University, MSU. Yep. And a guy by the name of John Goodman was going to school there. He was in the uh, uh, drama department. And there was a guy named Howard Orms, who was the acting coach. And Howard Orms was my acting coach. Because back in those days, when I went to college, my goal was to be a broadcaster or to be a, to be an actor. And I remember Howard Orms vividly. He was this guy, he was this mentor that would force you to do things you weren't comfortable to do. And he, because he knew it was going to be good for you. And same thing all these years later that I have with my jiu-jitsu black belt. He forces me to do things that aren't comfortable because he knows it's the only way I can improve myself. That's how I am with my artists. That's how you are with your artists, right, exactly. So John Goodman was a student at the same college I was, had the same coach that I had. He was a few years ahead of me. Well, the rest is history. John Goodman, I, I quit college after the first year. John Goodman graduated. He wound up in... Um, I believe either New York or Los Angeles, wound up getting a, you know, acting jobs, commercials, this and that. And by the way, he didn't go to college to be an actor. He went to college on a football scholarship out of St. Louis, Missouri. But it didn't go well. And he wound up getting a small part to play and this and that. And one thing, and he just fell in love with it. Like he fell in love with music. He fell in love with acting. Well, so John, so, so Howard Orms, man, what a, what a guy. This guy was great. So Goodman goes on to become super, I met him one time, by the way, about 10 years later. I was dating a gal who had a girlfriend who was a sugar bear, which mm -hmm. was like a, a the dance team, the the dance dance team, team. at the college, and they were really good friends. And he came to Springfield, camera for what reason, and I got to shake hands with him. I think we had a drink together, and that's my claim to fame, right? I got <laughs> to meet John Goodman. So Goodman goes on to become a super successful actor, been zillions of movies, Roseanne's husband on this TV show, blah, 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 blah. Still there, doing TV right now again. Uh, it's called The... Um, it's not called Roseanne anymore. It's called uh, the uh, the uh, Emily. It's a, it's a sitcom anyway. It's on television, and he only makes like a million dollars a week or something yeah, crazy no like deal, that. No deal, no it's deal. something crazy. No deal, no deal. Yeah, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that because of mentorship, this guy was able to go on to become so successful, and he always paid his respects to Howard Orms. He would come back to Springfield, see him, always bring him to Hollywood when he had a pre like a new movie come out and be his guest. When he died, he came to Springfield, did his eulogy, and now, just to close out, he just finished raising up millions of dollars to build a new uh, little theater, uh, amphitheater, whatever it is on really? campus. Yeah, it's the John Goodman Amphitheater, whatever it's called, what? in honor of Howard Orms' coach. Oh, so yeah. I, I just think it's fitting to kind of close this out today talking about honoring the people that have honored you and helped you and got you to where you got to. And never forget that, guys. It's always show your respect to people that have gone out of their way to 
you know, to be in your court and help you. You have to. That's why I always tell you thank you every day. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Of course. Any closing thoughts, sir? We'll we'll, uh, wrap this thing up. and uh, I'm going to say what uh, I'm going to end on what I always end on with all of our relationship podcasts. Communicate. The first one that you talked about, that's the biggest one that there is. You have to communicate. If you don't, it won't work. That's just point blank period. Seal it. Ship it off. Well, we'll end on that positive note. So until next time, everybody, stay positive.